0: Hi, Josephine.
1: Hi, Miss Wendy.
0: Happy March. Happy March. Happy March. Welcome Happy Marsh. to Art Time of the Month.
1: Is it in Spanish? Is it what is it? Mar- Marzo. 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 Yes. Sorry, that was. I'm worth every bit of my, you know, B plus in <laughs> Spanish. Thank it's you. Okay, girl,
0: you Asian. It's yes. okay. I
1: had a uh, my Spanish teacher in high school. Her name was Ana Maria Macfarlane de Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could say her full name, oh but God. I
0: did. <laughs> I love that. Yes,
1: and she she said like. What did she tell us? She's like, you know, you know how like she's like, you know how Mexican people speak Spanish really fast. Well, Uh I speak Spanish faster than them. (laughs) Uh huh. (laughs) And she would like call her daughter because she lived in Rosarito. She would call her daughter, and she would be like, on the phone with her daughter, like her two way, and she'd be like, and I'm like, oh my god, she really does speak really fast. Yeah.
0: Super fast. Yes. That might be mildly offensive.
1: Yes. I love. I, I don't love. Um, I shout out to all educators love. living across uh, space and time.
0: There you go. I, I would like to just take a moment of gratitude and talk about the fact that you are hearing me and not seeing me right now. Yeah. Because. Yes friends i am deep into spring break right now i'm mm-hmm. like into week two of spring break so that's week two of like no makeup and hard pajama wearing mm-hmm. and like my hair is doing things i don't know and so i'm i'm sitting here in daytime pajamas and uh, a mark jacobs poncho uh, a harem pant <laughs> yeah and um, a sand- I don't know and no makeup and I'm ch- I am a mess but still ready to break it down for the children here we go so
1: not, not to blow smoke up your butt but you, you look what you call a mess is probably better than I've looked like actually going out to run errands
0: oh bless it because yeah. this is why we're friends Joe yeah I, yeah.
1: I may have like left the house one day in like <laughs> shorts and a t-shirt that was ill-fitting uh-huh. and probably like at one point was a belly tee, <laughs> uh-huh. like, you know, just going yeah. out. So, yes. So yeah. I appreciate it. But Thanks. Thanks, so, boo.
0: So, Miss Wendy, tell us about Marsh. Yeah. Well, you know, aside from my questionable fashion choices today. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's been a minute since we've been with you all our fives of listeners. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're excited to jump into this. Um, here is our go-to list for March. We are going to discuss our Fab Five. Yeah. Queer Eye Season 3 came out. We're going to talk about Season 11 of Drag Race. We are... Yeah, we are. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. We are going to go in. We're going to talk about leaving Neverlands. Oh, Jesus. Not finding Neverland, which is a wildly different... Yes. ...basket of something. Yes. Um, We're going to leave Neverland for good, and we're going to talk about it. Mm. We're going to talk about us um, and Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone and Mm -hmm. kind of... The amazing work that Jordan Peele is doing. Um, Joe's got some stuff in his gay corner. Yes. Uh, he has some stuff in his Marvel nerd corner.
1: <laughs> Wendy will go get a drink. Um, yeah. <laughs> at that I point. will
0: have a cocktail. I'll take a <laughs> bath. I'll come back. It'll be great. And then um, we're <laughs> we're all going to have a moment of silence for one day at a time. Yes. Whipa. I know, uh, and then uh, we're going to talk about honoring some female inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, shall we go in?
1: <laughs> Do it.
0: Let's let's start with the Fab Five. Let's start with Queer Eye.
1: All things are getting better. All <laughs>
0: things are getting better.
1: <laughs> oh my God! So let's see. So season first three. of all,
0: just real quick. Yes. When we did our top five review of 2018. Mm-hmm some element of the fab five was on both of our lists Mm -hmm. and God, rightfully so on those lists with a bullet. Uh huh. Ugh, they're just so good. Yes. So good. They
1: really are. They truly are. Mm. Um, I have to say like each of their social media presences is very specific to who they are and what they're doing like outside of the show, which Mm -hmm. I thought was really cool. Um, I do like I only follow, I follow three out of the five.
0: I think I only follow JVN.
1: Okay, see, so yeah, so I follow like I follow JVN for sure because he's just you know I've loved him forever, and um and then Anthony, I like have <laughs> this is I know sound so you bad. have a big I know
0: sexual fantasy about I have, Antony. but I have
1: Anthony muted, so like <laughs> I follow him, but I like go and check on him. I have to. Go and check on him because <laughs> I feel like to actually have like, you know, half naked Polish kind of chef like show up is just a little too thirsty. Would that be unhealthy for you? It would might be that... a little too unhealthy. It
0: would be an unhealthy choice yeah. for you to choose. Got it. Yeah. I mean, so so
1: I'm like, <laughs> I want him to know that I'm there, but Go I, ahead. but I'm not, I have to seek him out. So when I'm, when I'm feeling like I need. Some, you know, avocado and Uh some grapefruit Supremes. Then you
0: choose that choice. I choose it. You go ahead and you choose that choice. Mm -hmm. That motherfucking choice. Um, (laughs) I I just want to, like, the breakdown of episodes of season three. um, Like, the difference between the original version of of Queer Eye and this version, like, in, in the aughts in the early 2000s it was queer eye for the straight guy mm-hmm. and now it's just queer eye so like the the breadth of people that they are serving in their seasons is so much more inclusive it's so much more it's so much more than yes. what the first iteration was and even that was groundbreaking and wonderful so like what were your standout episodes this
1: Um, let's see. Well, so it was weird because, like, I was house-sitting for some friends, Uh so I ended up watching majority of the episodes, like, on their couch, Uh and- what was weird was like the way just that crying they're, into your cafe. just quite yes exactly yeah, mm-hmm. the, like their dog staring at me Straight like up. take me outside
0: swiping <laughs> snot down your feet yeah mm-hmm.
1: um like i ordered i i ordered like fried chicken uh-huh. like delivery like it was yeah. it was nuts you just
0: got to go all in yeah
1: i mean especially with that kind of stuff i was like i had actually waited a long time i wasn't trying to like watch it that first weekend mm-hmm. i just waited to get it so that way I could be like emotionally ready Mm -hmm. to receive it and I was (laughs) and it was there so I watched it kind of out of order so like it I on my own personal I saw like the first two episodes and Mm -hmm. then I went into the third at their place and then it jumped to where they left off which was like the last three episodes so I was like Holy shit, I thought we were going to summer camp and it's already uh-huh. over and you know so yeah. so I saw them out of order but I you know again it doesn't really matter because it it works just as well. Um let's see my favorites. Um loved The Two Sisters?
0: Yes. Oh my god, The Sisters in their barbecue restaurant. Mm-hmm. So fun story about that. I was in LA and I was watching that episode mm-hmm. with my friend Julie and Julie Hey, Julie. hey Jules. Jules is friends with Karamo. So we are sitting on her couch, me, Julie, and her roommate, and like weeping over these sisters and their story, and like getting their teeth fixed and everything. Julie takes a picture of us, just like red faced, swollen, and ugly, and texts it to Karamo. Of course, <laughs> and she's like, "God damn it, Karamo, look at what you're doing to us!" And so he was he was delighted with all of that, and he texted her back and was like, "Oh, that's sweet, guys. <laughs> well, thanks, Karamo."
1: When like. Just the first episode, too, where they took that woman and he made her sit in a circle of oh, very God. diverse women
0: well, that's like the joy and the inclusivity of the season mm-hmm. too, is that every episode really touches on on a different like um insecurity that humans have, yeah, right, so that one woman who is struggling with femininity and finding femininity and that balance between her day job and her her womanhood you know and then like the strong black woman lesbian student and then the sisters and like the camp counselor like there's so much they all had so many different little gifts for us to open I
1: like go back and forth on whether or not I want to be like queer eyed because Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that I have a feeling that when they come if they ever come and queer eye me, I'm gonna react the way that Ariane did the one, the kid who lied in the first oh, <laughs> like <God>. season two. <laughs> I have a feeling like. Cause like they because it's like we're gay we call it all out and then just they're just gonna see us yeah. like oh I heard you said this why didn't you yeah. say yeah I then, don't know that
0: I'm ready for that kind of public therapy right? <laughs> right to like put all my ghosts out there for everyone to see goodness
1: and you know and to be fair there really isn't much that Bobby would have to do with your your place anyway because it's already pretty my place is cute your place is cute and mm-hmm. snatched yeah already. thanks um yeah the sisters and like they were just like when she. When, when I think it was Bobby or Anthony, when they took them to the place where they bottle the sauces and Ugh. that one sister was like, oh, do you know where we are? Yeah. She's like, we are about to, we about yeah. to be, uh oh, so good. But then
0: even the vulnerability of having to like let go or give away a piece mm-hmm. of their family recipe, like mm-hmm. um, the vulnerability in that moment was really huge, you know, to give away some ownership Mm -hmm. in order to grow just like beautiful metaphors all around whatever queer eye oh my god the boxes
1: the tower of boxes that were obstacles and and the thing i also love is that like this i feel like they're super self-aware of like how they're coming across, like mm-hmm. when when Tan was like, you know, yes, a French tuck. Shut up about it. Like <laughs> we're uh-huh. gonna give you a French tuck. And oh my god, Tan would
0: have something to say about my pajama caftan look today. You know, <laughs> I'm aware. I'm fully aware, guys. I get it. You I'm gotta- like red faced with like half curly, half straight, weird top knot. Like it's a mess. First of <laughs> all, I, mess. I
1: do love your top knot. Um, it my is, top knot loves you. It's very, it's very you. It's very funky and. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Full
0: fine. mess. Week two spring break.
1: Can I tell you a very endearing story about Queer Eye? Sure, please. So like, you know, I, a gay homosexual. Are you a
0: gay? Yes. I didn't know you were a gay. I know.
1: This is oh. my coming out episode. Oh, you
0: guys. Josephine is a gay. All things
1: just gay. Geek- <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Hold on. I'll go get
0: you a rainbow something.
1: Yes. Um, I, Carly Ray Jepsen. Cut to the feeling. Um, Let me bake you a
0: cake. God yes
1: um <laughs> ooh cake uh cake is delicious so As, like, a gay homosexual, I... You know, my parents, they're, Mm. like, on board. They love me. But, like, they're all... It's not, like, super in their face, you know? So, I don't really talk about it with them because I don't know where they are. I haven't, like, you know, investigated it. Mm -hmm. So, at every opportunity, I try to, like, gay... Like, introduce, like, a piece of, quote-unquote, gay culture. Interesting. And my mother... Teachable moments. Teachable moments happen in everywhere. Yeah, yeah. With our parents from a different generation. (laughs) Um and my mom loves queer eye <gasps> loves yes. queer eye she's like i just love it she loves tan
0: oh my god i live for that
1: and like we'll watch it together and yes. she's like um the one episode i could not watch with her is the one where they go to church and like bobby of course cuz that's a that's a really tough of one for me but yeah. so like when, with mama tammy with mama tammy yes mm-hmm. so um mom so I live with I live with mom and dad and uh my mom was getting ready for work and she's like do you like my outfit and I'm like she knows she has like whether or not she knows knows it. she got a gay son she got a gay son snatch
0: that yes so
1: she's like look at what I did look I did a French cut like I did a French tuck like what
0: mother
1: yeah I was like uh, yes mom yes I think I gave
0: her a yes (laughs) good god girl yes Oh.
1: So yeah, so thank you Queer Eye, for Thanks, Mama. for making it easy to talk to my really Catholic mother <laughs> about homosexuality.
0: Connecting gay sons and their mothers. Yes. Since 2017. Yes. What
1: was episodes 18? that you connected with?
0: Um I really loved that first episode. Mm-hmm. The woman who was like struggling to kind of find her femininity. But I, femininity mm-hmm. um i also loved the sisters and then i loved the uh young queer black woman mm-hmm. who was like kind of reclaiming her her queer identity i just I, and then there were the camp counselor episode with like the creepy dad i shouldn't say creepy but like you live in a trailer dude kind of yeah. creepy but i was like there was something so endearing about like the way he connected to his son and um, I, yeah, he was like, you know, something in everything. Yeah.
1: It's like he, you, you, something in everything. I mean, I related a lot to, um, the kid who's like just turned 21 and like loves video games, the super shy kid. Like I related to that a lot and it was so cool because like you can tell that his sister just wants the best for Mm him and, And it was just like, oh, yes. And then the self-deprecating guy with the wedding. Like, oh. So much. So much. So much. It makes you want to like, you know. Queer eye
0: what you do to us and our self-love situations. Mm Mm-hmm. So good.
1: And if you do want to come and queer eye me, um, (laughs) sure. Why not? I'm ready. Okay, Josephine. Well, I I don't know if I'm truly ready, but we'll see. All
0: things just keep getting better. better. All right. On that note. Shall we move into our next big gay item?
1: Uh, start your engines. Uh,
0: exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about season 11 of Mama Rue's Drag Race.
1: Oh, fuck, man. So, wh- uh, mm. do you? what do you think?
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listeners, you could see the face.
0: It's an all-knowing face. It is. It's an all-knowing and judgmental face, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. permanently affixed here. Um, I am here for Vanjie.
1: All the way in on Vanjie. I'm all
0: the way in on Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. Because,
1: because here's the thing. She like Ru just said like I think in a most recent episode where it's like she's a lot like Alyssa Edwards. And I'm like, yes, yeah, she is. You know why? Because she like went away. She took her moment uh-huh. and made something out of it and like improved. And she
0: also, mm-hmm. yes, yes, not to cut you off, no, but no, no, also reminds me a lot of. Season two winner ooh. Raja Raja,
1: ooh, right. I'm
0: taking it all the way back. She Girl. reminds me a lot of Raja, just in the way that like, like fierce glamour, like such high end glamour, boy chest. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, like flat boy chest, mm-hmm. but like such gorgeousness from mm-hmm. head to toe, and like. She just fills space in such an elegant way. Yeah, and then she opens her mouth, and it's something—it's pitbull, completely unexistent <laughs> yes. Yeah, like unexpected. And I'm so here for it. And I also love that she's like shamelessly fucking whatever her name is. Oh yes, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn yeah, Brooklyn Heights. Like oh yeah, we're yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey relationship. Yeah. Within the show was like we have a crush, okay. and I'm
1: just like you know as someone who a crush, I mm. just can't. I well. Me personally, I could never do that because I'm just like, what are we? I just want to know what we are so that way we can be that. I, I just couldn't like I just have a crush.
0: Let's just keep kissing a lot. Yeah,
1: I I feel like just producers are gonna like we're setting ourselves up for a lip sync moment between them. That's oh, what we yes. are.
0: Goddamn right, we are. You know, and you know we'll live and die for that moment yeah. on this podcast. Yes, it'll be right like, here.
1: Exactly, it'll be like you know true love or something like that. <laughs> Some bullshit song, um, but yes. So
0: here, be Mary J Blige, real love.
1: So, do you want to break it down episode by episode? Do you want to just do aggregate?
0: I, I don't know that I have the kind of brain power to do episode by episode. I feel like you do.
1: I, so I mean, I will I'm, turn
0: it over to a queen. Go ahead. So,
1: let's not do it episode by episode. Let's just talk about moments, right? Oh. So, when, in most recently, we we're recording this as of what, episode five had just premiered? Four or five. Four or five, whatever. So, again, spoiler alert. So, if you're not caught up you know we don't whatever
0: uh <laughs> I feel like I'm still in that like sweet spot where like I don't really know all of their names yet Yes so So like the kids that are like getting eliminated I'm like oh, oh yeah that one I wasn't going to learn their names. you Yeah I wasn't going to take but, the time to get to know you Bye. But the
1: most recent queen who got out uh, who got eliminated Was that Sugar Kane? No it was the one it was the one who lip sync against her Jersey girl with the face Ariel or whatever bullshit. Oh, it was she, time when she tripped and fell and ate shit. I blessed it, busted out. Blessed it. I'm
0: sorry, people falling always a yeah. good time, and yeah. people falling in heels and a full face of makeup. Yeah, even better,
1: especially when your outfit like. When that outfit looked like shit, it's like you tripped on it. You ate it. She and- was supposed
0: to be a monster. And instead she was what? Like a glittery mermaid or yeah, something. she shit. was like something we like,
1: and I'm like, you have like, this is not the challenge. No, this is not. the no,
0: challenge. No. And your costume just told you what's up.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, let's see. So who are the Queens? I'm here for. So we're, we're firmly team Vanjie, the two of us, right?
0: Banji and Brooklyn heard her crush. Her girl- girlfriend, Chris.
1: I am not here for Brooklyn. Why are
0: you not here for Brooklyn? I am not here for Brooklyn because bitch, I- she ran the runway in point shoes. Do you know how hard that is?
1: You know, I'm not. I am not here for Brooklyn because Brooklyn. I feel. I'm talking to them like they're running for president. Like Brooklyn, I feels more of the same. More of the same. I, when I think about who. I, when I think about, she does remind
0: me a little bit of detox.
1: Exactly. So when Mm -hmm. you, but I love her
0: too, so (laughs) I'm okay with
1: it. That's the thing is that I'm trying to think of who is different. That's also turning it. Like Mm -hmm. who is different. That's turning it. And I think Vanjie is doing really well on like these, like the Rachel Maddow challenge when she couldn't pronounce half the words, but, but like just completely was like, fuck it. I don't know. Like, I'm just going to do it still leaning in. Um, the I'm,
0: Rachel Maddow moment though I mean girl <laughs> Oh god That speaks
1: to like uh, like The fact well one I feel like Rachel Maddow Was already on board
0: <laughs> I, Rachel Maddow was like
1: And then not to like so completely, yeah. Not to like completely blast all my parents business But my, my parents watch Rachel Maddow every night
0: See how could they not How could they not right How did they not know you were gay for so many years
1: Uh, To be honest, I don't know if they know Rachel Maddow's a lesbian.
0: (laughs) Do they think she's a man? Uh, It's like me. They might. They just really might think that she's a man. She's a man. I don't say that in jest. No, I mean, no. I, I, yeah. I,
1: I honestly don't know. Oh, my mom it. my mom used to do this thing when we first moved from Guam to the United States. Uh-huh. Um, and she'd be like, oh, is this a man or a woman?
0: Oh, blessed parents. <laughs> a man or a woman? <laughs> She's like, all these white people. <laughs> all these white they look people. Like? <laughs> it's <a man> or- <laughs> they all look the same. We'd be at the How mall you know? and it was like, oh,
1: <laughs> is that a man or a woman?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So... <sighs>
1: So yeah, so I'm not I'm not yet sold on Brooklyn. Like I like Brooklyn's personality. Uh-huh. I was expecting her to be in, like one of those like plasticky mean bees, but mm-hmm. she's not. She's actually endearing, de- endearing me to her mm-hmm. Yes. episode by episode. Queens, I'm here for. I'm here for Vanjie. I am here for Nina- Evie Oddly. Evie Oddly. Evie
0: Oddly. I'm here for and Nina West. I'm Nina here West. For. Yes. Are Nina we West. so like synced up on this?
1: We yes. are. Just Brooklyn. We're we
0: just like spirit fingered guys. we were like yeah. yes.
1: Okay. Evie, oddly, I'm so here for. Also, like, would, would just like let Evie do the most freaky shit to me. Just, I, I you like, would? I like the look. I like the look as a boy. Mm. I like the look as a boy. I mean, Scarlet, whatever her name is, Scarlet Envy, like, oh,
0: with the girl, no, yeah,
1: w- Scarlet Envy is like you know classically twink handsome, but Evie oddly is like, oh.
0: All kinds of your type.
1: All kinds of my type, girl.
0: Okay, well there it is, Evie.
1: Yeah. Come on, Denver. Come on, Denver. And Nina West is Josephine. Nina West is that like, you know, she's just this like that campy fun queen that's like high drag and just serving it exactly. She's a little
0: too in her head right now. Yes. Her insecurities on full display. She's one of those queens that like, you know, will go out and like
1: read to children mm-hmm. because she's like, it's her political right. Of course. And like, I love that. Love that. Yes. I'm
0: over what's her name? The... Um, Oprah, the Oprah Queen.
1: Oh, you're over Silky Nutmeg Ganache? I can't deal with her. Oh, I love me some Silky. I, so I don't so have here's it where for we're her. different now. So I do love me some Silky, but I think with the Silky Nutmeg Ganache, I think she's going to be. I don't know I, I, I agree with Evie too It's like If I have to lip sync From my life You know If I have to lip sync mm-hmm. I, I, I hate that as well Because it's like Why don't you just do well Every single time Because exactly. if you think about Fucking Sasha Velour Who didn't lip sync The entire time uh-huh, And she won it And she won it Because she also Turned to lip sync who, Who'd have thought But yeah. she just w- went in And like surgically Cut everybody down Absolutely Who I'm not here for Oh I am not here for Sugar Cane She needs to go home She does penny. She's
0: also a new queen Queen. she's a very new she's a baby queen it's not her time no it's not no no.
1: we didn't give it to shangela when she came back
0: no no but shanji should have taken all stars she was robbed
1: mm, yeah well all she's right? she is having that moment right now
0: um okay yes hey performing it for beyonce we see you Shanji.
1: i know and and the thing i love about when beyonce re- when you see beyonce react like it looks so genuine she
0: is so genuine she she's just, just like
1: yeah. oh my god i
0: know so good. Yes. So good. All right. So, I mean, we still have a ways to go.
1: Yeah. We don't even like Snatch Games coming up. And yeah. And that monster ball was like living and dying. a huge one. Oh, my God. Like three looks and sure. one, ori- like two looks, one original thing. Oh, living and dying. So by the dying. time
0: we're going to get through April, we're going to give you like another recap. And mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to be at the end of the season in April. I think no. we're moving into June for this. Oh, shit. So listen, you got two more months of us talking about these bitches. So... Sorry about it, Fives. So get ready. Get on board or get gone. Bye. So are we ready to move forward?
1: Ugh. Do we
0: have to? <laughs> yes, we do. Because it was a huge moment in March. <sighs> yes, We are going to talk about leaving Neverland. <sighs> okay. I want to preface this. Okay. Not I, No, I don't want to preface this conversation. But I do want to say that what intrigues me about this conversation and talking Mm -hmm. about this on, on this platform. And I've thought about whether or not we should talk about it on this platform, um, is how incredibly divisive. Yes. This documentary has been Mm -hmm. between people who have seen it, people who are diehard fans of MJ and people who refuse to see it because they're diehard fans. And I know and love people in all of these categories. Um, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. um, I saw it, the, in, the entire documentary, um, parts one and two, I found it to be extremely credible I feel like all of the arguments that have been brought up against these two survivors were dispelled like meticulously point by point Mm -hmm. in the documentary. It was really well done almost to the point that the documentary was not about Michael Jackson Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was
0: really just about survivors coming into their own story as adults. Um, and like the repressed effects of child sexual abuse and how it can affect, um, uh, those children then later in adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, it really speaks to the predatory nature of child sexual abuse and grooming, mm-hmm. and grooming children and mm-hmm. families. And that was something that was so disturbing, but also so educational. Um, and what really floored me in this was, um, Oprah's recap, Mm. With the two survivors and the filmmaker in the like one hour HBO special thing like after it aired. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was really curious about how Oprah was going to come at that because she very famously interviewed Michael Jackson at his Neverland Ranch. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, so she like had a relationship with Michael Jackson and then and then kind of went against the family and hosted this special um it was really interesting because what she said was to the filmmaker she said that in the however long history of her talk show she had done 217 episodes on child abuse child sexual abuse and she said that this documentary did in four hours what she had tried to do in 217 wow which was just kind of get through to the audience that Children, when they are being abused, don't have the language to describe it as abuse. They don't know how to articulate that what's happening to them is wrong because it is described to them as love and safety. And that's part of what makes child sexual abuse so dangerous is that it's from someone you know and love and trust and someone who makes you feel safe and someone who makes you feel important. And then... These crimes happen, Mm -hmm. right? And it doesn't occur to you until well into adulthood when you're experiencing trauma later. Um, So that was really interesting. And Oprah even admitted. She's like, you know, we're all going to get it (laughs) for having this conversation. She's like, I'm going to get it. You're going to get it. She had an audience full of survivors. Um, Anthony Edwards was a voice in the audience. Mm -hmm. Um, There were a lot of... um, like professionals, doctors and, and all that in the audience. I
1: Anthony Edwards was a survivor. Of Anth- yes. Really? And Anthony
0: Edwards works with an organization called one in six, um, mm-hmm. that does work around child sexual abuses, specifically with boys. Um, because there's so much like male fragility and masculinity yeah. tied into mm-hmm. how men tell stories and how men come into their power and into their truth. So, <sighs> You watch this four-hour documentary, feel like incredibly disgusting afterwards. And I don't know. You say things. Uh, so, uh,
1: like, again, I'm admittedly before this, I was like, I had to be honest with Ms. Wendy because I was like, I could barely stomach the, the parts that I, like, was able to get through. Just like the same, you know, when we talked about um, R. Kelly. Uh, R. Kelly. It's just, it's so... It's so difficult for me because, like, I can't – it's hard for me to watch anything, especially when it's about kids. Like, those are yeah. my least favorite things on – like, those are the Law & Order episodes that I skip. Like, uh-huh. the, the kids stuff really bothers me. Yeah. And the thing about it is – and I just kept thinking about it from, like, as a, as someone who is a fan of Michael Jackson. The and The whole I, world is a fan but of like, Michael Jackson, and, and that's the problem, exactly. right? Exactly. and is that he's, he groomed all of us. He is such a – the thing is, like, he is such a formative – his what he did for music and pop music specifically is like there are things being done now that can be like directly through line to what he started with pop music and there
0: will never be another and celebrity or no. musician who was ever at that caliber no
1: so as influential like as like that star power it was such that specific moment mm-hmm to just have this kind of a claim, which is how he was able to get away with all of it. How
0: anyone with money and power and status is able to get away with it, Yeah. And he was the ultimate in money and power and status. And so much of the argument against him is like, well, he was acquitted by a jury of his peers. And it's like, Michael Jackson had no peers. Mm -hmm. He didn't have anyone at his level ever. Mm -hmm. He didn't. So the people who were, who were then jury jurists on that panel, like, they were also part of the documentary. Like, there were clips of those jurors um, and the way that they talked about making their decisions and, like, it just so much of, like, all of it was just broken down. <sighs> it was yeah. a lot. But, again, I watched all of it. And I struggle with mm-hmm. the love of that piece of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, the the seminal moment that he plays in your life and in your development and, and in all of the music that we grew up with and where we associate that at whatever point in time in our lives. Um, so I struggle with that. Like I struggle with knowing that this documentary is credible. I believe survivors, you know, it is our job to believe survivors. Um, and yet how do I separate that? And I've I've talked to a lot of people about it. A lot of people are like, I can separate the art from the artist and, and and I've also heard people say, and I tend to agree with that if if we are saying mute R. Kelly, we must also mute MJ.
1: Yeah. And that's where I am really struggling because exactly. with the muting of R. Kelly, like that is a no brainer. No brainer for me. It's not. He's not on my like because daily. He's still
0: alive, and he's still committing these crimes. He's
1: still he's well. That's that's also. I mean, like that's not something that we should ignore either. Is that you know the also a big difference between the two is that one is alive and yelling at Gail King, and then the other Correct. is you know dead. And that's the other thing is like how do we
0: villainize public... an icon who's passed away? Right. Who had
1: a very public funeral that was, like... He people, was,
0: yeah, lauded by the whole world. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Like, basically deified. Mm-hmm. Like, he is this... He is a pop culture god in, in you know, this... Re- living in another realm now. And the other thing, too, is that, like, these two survivors who came forward, they have... Literally nothing to gain from this, That's ex- exactly. It. Except to,
0: except to be villainized and receive death threats. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And it's just like you know, you. <laughs> yeah. They have literally nothing, if yeah. only to for them to be able to sleep better at night. Uh huh. And 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 I, I again, we're yeah. we're on that same page. Yeah. Believe survivors, and it, the mm-hmm. thing is, is that it's so difficult for me to. Because I, to a certain extent, I can separate art from artists because, you know, I think at a certain point, once Mm -hmm. art is, once, and I think we talked about on this, on this show before, once art is created, it's given up to the world and Uh now we make the meaning of it. It belongs to us. Mm -hmm. But when you come right down to it, like, you know, who's making, who's still making money from it? The estate of Michael Jackson. Same thing with R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. Like, he's still alive, able to, Mm -hmm. able to enjoy the whatever you know from the money from the streams that are getting you know yeah. able to basically sure. sex traffic i mean and, one
0: of my friends brought up a good point too that like john lennon treated his wife like shit elvis married a teenager you know like um what's his name jerry lee lewis married like a child cousin you know like where miles do we... davis yeah there's uh, so, yeah. like throughout music history it is littered with patterns of of wrongdoing and crimes against children and where do we draw the line and yep. where do we stop and say no more with that legacy, no more with this legacy, no more, no more, no more. Like where is that firm, hard and fast line? Yeah. And I think that with Michael Jackson being who Michael Jackson was, like that is like the, the highest like pinnacle of, of stardom yeah. mm-hmm. that we could, kind of approach this subject with because it's, like, from the top down, like, it doesn't get bigger than that. I don't know. Yeah. But on the same token, like, we always knew that that's who he was. We always knew he slept in beds with children. Why was that not weird to us? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: In the same way that, like... It was a
1: punchline everywhere.
0: Yes. And, like, we knew that he had been accused of molestation. How many times? It's so we knew that he settled out of court he paid off families like we knew these things and yet we still loved him for his music and his stardom in the same way that people can turn a blind eye to anybody really with star power and status and money mm-hmm. So I struggle with it. There are no clear answers to any of that, but it was a huge moment this month and there were conversations all around it going on. I mean, obviously this documentary like blew up at Sundance and it was what was talked about. It was what was being protested at Sundance. Um, The survivors were there. The, Mm -hmm. the um, subjects of the film were present at Sundance. Um, And that was the first time they were really seen in front of an audience. Um, it was a huge moment in pop culture. So whether it's good, bad, whether you feel one way or the other, um, we here at Art Time of the Month believe survivors. Yeah. Always.
1: And we encourage you, you know, if you are... To uh, watch it and to, to you to watch it and to add this kind of to add this have the discussion, have the, the discussion, tough,
0: the yeah. like really difficult conversations and like grapple with those decisions. Yeah. Like,
1: you'll yeah. learn something about yourself and the people around Ex- you, very
0: much so. Yeah. Like, have those tough conversations with your friends. Do you separate the art from the artist? Like, I still, I'm like, ah, oh, but this is such a good jam. I really want to get down to this song, but mm-hmm. I should take this off my playlist now. And, like, it's hard. And
1: it's it's one of those things where it's like, now, when I play it, I'm only going to think of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know that's how it has always been with R. Kelly for me, mm-hmm. is like, I think, I play this and I think about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, people, there's a there's an article that came out a while back from, in the Paris Review, call, uh, from... Uh, this uh I forget her name, but we'll put in the show notes. it's good like what do we do with the art of monstrous men, so yeah, and she's talking a lot in the article. She talks specifically from like a filmmaker perspective and talking about Woody Allen, and mm-hmm. so she talks about like well, maybe you know just the idea of like these monsters who made these great works of art, like specifically Annie Hall and all these others, like they made these works of art. What do we do with that? What do we do with that now?
0: well, yeah, and then it's like. So many people have tried to come out in support of the Jacksons Mm -hmm. against the Jacksons. Like Barbara Streisand said the stupidest fucking thing. Did you Mm. hear that? No.
1: What did she say?
0: Babs. I was so disappointed. She said something along the line of Michael Jackson was very troubled in his sexual needs and that's who he was. And that both of these boys are fine now. They're married. They have children. They're okay. It didn't kill them. That's what she said. It didn't kill them and that
1: is some privileged white lady bullshit it
0: is some privileged white lady bullshit Uh, it's appalling as fuck and so um, I think then she not redacted but then like clarified her statements or whatever later but
1: realized that there was a mountain of fags that were going to come for her right yeah
0: I know right (laughs) like understand who put you there okay uh
1: (laughs) That was like when Jennifer holiday was like going to sing at the inauguration and she was like, no, I'm not
0: anymore. I'm like,
1: no, Uh, I know. Yeah. You know, I mean, but again, doesn't, it surprises me, but it also doesn't surprise me because
0: old school industry. Yeah. The people who came up with, with Quincy and like everybody in that whole era. Yeah. It's hard. And there's, it's hard. It's a hard conversation and it's a hard reality. And You know, there are people who will deny to the hilt that any of that is factual and that, you know, people are just after the Jacksons for their money. But, you know, the Jacksons are like any other money making family. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking machine.
1: And and, you know, to be quite honest, there are people who are just only thinking about him as the music artist. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And, you know.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Anyway, uh, I know. It's... Ugh, I'll y'all. finish it. It was so difficult. Yeah. But take your time with it, though. And also realize that it's triggering and... Yeah. And, you know, be kind to yourself and have supports around if you need to. And it's it's hard to watch. Know that going in. Yeah. I don't think anybody doesn't know that going in to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would also encourage you to watch the Oprah follow-up when you finish watching part okay. two. Because that okay. is really... Um, not, I almost wanted to say it's like a palate cleanser, but it's not that. It's um.
1: It's a good, like, recap. It's it's a good way to kind of...
0: It's a nice way to kind of have the conversation mm-hmm. or begin the conversation. After you've absorbed all of this, it's a really great way yeah. to then process what you've just seen. Yeah, exactly. To begin processing it.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Because it's so often you have these, like, you get this really heavy thing and then you're just kind of left there and that's it. Bye. Yeah. Go your separate way. But no, let Oprah... Mm-hmm let oprah help you unpack
0: (laughs) yeah oprah will do that work for you kids oh so um shall we move on yes i want to move on to like some lighter notes of of march yeah let's move into the success of jordan peele ah um
1: jordan full
0: disclosure i am (laughs) i am not a horror fan no. And I don't do that. You um, saw Get Out, right? I did see Get Out. Begrudgingly? <laughs> I, after a while, everybody yeah. was like, oh, but it's not scary. It's not scary. I think we talked about this very early on. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie was scary as shit. Fuck you all. It was <laughs> fucking scary. So whatever. Um,
1: you will not like us then. <laughs> I know. And I won't
0: see it. But... Um, Luckily for me, you have another whole podcast called yes, Fright I have, School. I
1: have another whole podcast called Fright School where you can listen to me talk to... We I went with Joshua, my co-creator and co-conspirator in Fright School. Mm-hmm. And we went with our friends Mike and TJ to go see it. And then we recorded our thoughts immediately after. And mm-hmm. the general sen- consensus when we got into the studio was like, what the hell did we just see? Mm-hmm. It's very the thing about I love about Jordan Peele is that you can tell that he is just chomping at the bit to tell stories. Yeah. He's such a, he is so good at filmmaking and it's just like, and and, and I shouldn't be surprised just because he did comedy and Key Mm -hmm. and Peele. Like, you know, we shouldn't be surprised. Just that doesn't mean it doesn't invalidate anything, but like he is able to, there are moments that are laugh out loud, hilarious in it because he has that comedic mind, but there are also moments where it is just like, there's so much tension and, and, like Lupita and Yango doing the things that she's doing like literally will make your skin crawl. And, you know, for those for those who haven't seen it yet or have known nothing about it or are planning maybe never to see it because it's like a scary me. movie. Uh-huh. So Us is about, um, generally what Us is about is a family, um, a black family whose blackness is not at the center of anything. Uh-huh. Like they are just a it could have been a white family and it would have been fine. But like because it's Winston Duke and Lupita and Yongo and he's wearing like a high Howard sweatshirt, like it's that adds to it. But I was this black family going on vacation. They go to their summer home in Santa Cruz, Uh which, like, yes, girl. And all starts out very innocently. The Mother Lupita No spoilers uh, here. Uh, no but spoilers. Give us over- but overviews. the Mother Lupita Nyongo had a traumatic experience when she was a child mm-hmm. and has a dark secret and past that she hasn't shared with her husband that kind of comes to fruition when one night on their vacation a, uh, they see a family in a driveway that end up coming, like, invading their home, and they realize that it's their doppelgangers.
0: Okay, I'm already creeped out by this, so we're going to stop talking about it. But <laughs> here's the thing. I wanted to talk about this because I want to talk about the conversation that Jordan Peele is starting mm-hmm. in that... Um, he very publicly said, I will not cast white actors as leads in my films. And white people got so fucking mad, mm-hmm. yo. <laughs> like, of course they did. And hysterical because it's so, of course he's not going to cast white actors in there. Like he's a filmmaker because he has stories to tell. Yeah. That represent him and his lens and like what, what his vision is. Right. Yeah. Um, so I love that. Like, for years, white people have been like, if you want something done, I mean, do it yourself and whatever. And like, if you want to create more parts for people of color, then go and make them whatever. And here he is doing it. Yep. And white people are mad.
1: White people are mad. They are white people mad. are like,
0: how dare you say you won't cast a white person? Um, Fuck off. Fuck off. Well, yeah. And like,
1: so speaking of that, right. So like the white people in this film, like... And Elizabeth Moss is in it and she Mm. has like, she has a very, like, she's not even a major character, but she gives a, she gives you everything. Uh She gives you all of her golden globeness in that, in it. And it's just we talk about it so you you definitely have to see it and then go listen to Fright School well, so
0: did Allison what's her name and get out okay. yes
1: Allison Williams like yeah. they they, uh, I mean fucking Allison Williams Catherine Keener like mm-hmm. they uh, giving them she, they're really serving this depth and mm-hmm. like it's also like these actors get it they know what they're getting when they're going to go work on a Jordan Peele project mm-hmm. and one thing we talk about in um, in the show in, in Fright School is the idea of like can Jordan Peele just make a movie that's a poor movie mm-hmm. like does it have to have extra meaning that you have to do homework on Mm -hmm. and i feel like with this film us like get out is completely is very tonally different from get out it's not trying to say anything like explicitly about social circumstances you have to work at it a little bit more you can read a ton of articles analyzing it to death however as a horror film it's freaking disturbing Mm -hmm. and yeah, and yes, awesome. So Jordan Peele is also so another thing. Jordan Peele is also now the host of okay, the yeah. rebooted Twilight Zone, yeah. which you can only which uh, you can only find on CBS All Access if you're going to pay nine dollars a month.
0: Damn it! But you know what? You ride that wave, Jordan Peele. Yeah, Go ride ahead. it. I mean, we talked in our very first episode, I think, mm-hmm. when we talked about Get Out. We talked about this being a really exciting moment that he's like creating a new genre. Yeah this yeah. social
1: like socially just conscious like woke horror, horror. Yeah. yeah very and it's so good and yeah so yeah. yes please check out that fry school episode it's called suburban umbaku
0: yeah i mean <laughs> if anything i just think that like whether i i see things or not or whether i'm like invested in in a, a piece or a play or an album or not like if there's conversation happening around it I'm always interested in that piece of it. Yeah. Like I wanna know what is what's igniting that kind of conversation and what's igniting people to feel either like invested or divided or whatnot. I don't know. So there was just something like really, really uh thrilling about his career yeah. and where it's it's headed. It's
1: it's he's doing a lot of really good work and he will continue to he will work forever. He is the director of the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, straight up. You heard it here. You heard it here. Um, I'm going to take you real quick. We're going to take a sharp left mm. over into the gay corner. Joe's gay corner, yeah. Hey. Talk a little bit about the other two,
1: please. Oh, Miss Wendy. this The other two is the new... <laughs> It's the new one day at a time. Let's, is it? Well, in the sense of like, I've seen it, you need to see it because I need to hear what you have to say. Either you could tell me I'm like completely like, completely wrong and it's, it's just nonsense or it's brilliant. So okay. the other two is a TV show. It's a half hour comedy on Comedy Central. It is literally the best comedy, uh, like half hour comedy on on television that I've seen right now. Okay. It is uh, by uh, Chris. Oh my God. It's the guy who directed and wrote other people. With um uh, Chris Kelly, Chris Kelly and Sarah Schneider, who okay. are from Saturday Night Live, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. and it's produced by Lauren Michaels. Anyway, it's about um this brother and sister, um who the brother is like a struggling actor in New York, and the sister is was like a child dancer, like a child ballet dancer, and now she's like you know kind of living in apartments that she's trying to sell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what ends up happening is their little brother, who's like thirteen becomes like YouTube famous. Uh-huh. And so so the so then the rest of the show is them dealing with his fame. Oh. And so like he ends up moving to New York. The mom is played by Molly Shannon. Oh. The yes. one of the agents is Wanda Sykes okay it's really it's really fun and the thing that i love about it and this is not a spoiler at all it actually will make you want to watch it, is that you can you can totally tell that like if this show was made maybe 20 years ago they would have made the the kid out to be like this like asshole little brat and then mm. like the sisters and brother are conspiring against him but what you actually get is that he is very endearing and super innocent and they are just there to like protect and love him
0: oh sweet what makes this a gay corner piece so this is a gay
1: corner piece because it is very very gay. Like Fun. Chris Kelly who is one of the co-creators and the writer on it, he is very gay and his writers room has a ton of like like gay comedians that I follow and like really interesting wait like they have an entire episode call it the so the name of their brother is Chase, but mm-hmm. his like YouTube name is Chase Dreams. Mm. So every episode is titled with what's chase doing in that episode. So like, this is chase uh, gets the gays. So then he like goes Insta famous and like, he's all over gay Twitter. And then there's another episode where like, you're introduced to the, the literal Insta gays, like, Mm -hmm. hi, we're the Insta gays. (laughs) And it's just so very specific about gay, gay, like modern gay culture. And also about like weird stuff about being that struggling actor in New York. Uh-huh. Like okay. the the weird kind of hustles that you have to do. Like you're going from your restaurant job to like working at like a bus tour, doing a performance spor- like spontaneously. Yeah. So the other two.
0: That's exciting. There is also a new show coming up on Netflix that I want to pay attention to and I want to put it in your gay corner because <gasps> um, it is... About A Gentleman with MS? Yes! Yes! Do you know what I'm talking I about? I know exactly what, show what you're talking about. It's called Special. Yes. Yes. And so that's going to be coming up too. We're going to talk about that in We're April so that. hard. that just looks fucking delightful. I have been... Oh, like... I know. It looks amazing.
1: Off mic... Because I'm going to save it all for April, but yeah. off mic I'm going to tell you, like, yes, you must listen to okay. me gush over Ryan O'Connell in in April. All right, but yes, so
0: okay, we will. So stay tuned for a special then.
1: Yes, dangling um, that in front of I'm you,
0: dangling that little cherry for you. All. Yes, yes, yes. Um, all right, before before we take a, a sharp right <laughs> into this Captain is, Marvel, and this is Miss Wendy's riled right. This is I'm welcome to my roadmap. Um, I. I didn't cover this when I whoopied the list down, but I wanted to just do like a quick little, like put a button on it side note. Okay. About Jussie Smullett. Oh. Because we talked so much about him last yes. month. Um, That was all very up in the air. And this month he was arrested. Mm. And was that this month? Or that was last month he was it arrested. It was
1: last month. And then, well, it was Feb early March
0: that he was arrested. Uh, yes. Like, and brought up on charges. He was
1: brought up on charges. There was, you know, they, like, had a whole statement that was... Because I
0: think when we talked, I don't know that he had been arrested yet.
1: No, it was, it was, they, it hadn't been arrested, but they were going to bring charges up against him. They yeah. hadn't, like, arrested It arrested was him. just,
0: like, all the scandal last yeah. month when we talked about it. So since, since last month's episode, mm-hmm. he was brought up on all these charges for falsifying his own, um his own hate crime.
1: Yeah. Wire fraud. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. All of that. And then since then, all of the charges have been dismissed. Oh, and yet teams of lawyers are saying that like dismissing charges does not exonerate guilt. Um, and why were the charges dismissed? What does that say about his story? Chris Rock was told to not talk about it during the NAACP awards and straight up went in on him anyway, very publicly. Um,
1: I feel like if you tell Chris Rock not to talk about something you know he's
0: fucking gonna yeah. I feel like they did that on purpose. Yeah. Um so I just I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? So I don't
1: see the thing is, the thing about it, right? With with this is that like I I I still kind of try to live in the world of Innocence into proven guilty, yeah. right? I mean, mm-hmm. like, that's my... I, I And I, I always say, you know, this with, like, a kind of lollipop, you know, in the sky type of mentality because, you know, that's not how... If you listen to Serial Season 3, that's, <laughs> that's kind of not how yeah. um, it works. However, again, like, charges could be dropped for a multitude of reasons. Like, it could be mishandling. It could be, like... Like, prejud like, it was prejudicial because they like w- went after him, like, it was not given a fair trial. Like, there's a lot of things that could have happened again, doesn't exonerate guilt. So, but again, it's one of those things we're not gonna really know what happened. No, we're never gonna know the truth unless. Uh, On unless someone is like, because someone's lying, somebody's Mm -hmm. lying, someone lied, yeah, someone's lying, and it's like, and it's you have to pick between the people who like who's lying, the the Chicago Police Department or Jesse Smollett. Like you, you, there's no one here that's clean either way. Correct. So,
0: so I guess my question here in this is, does he have a career after this? Oh no. Yeah.
1: No, he's going to go away for maybe. He's uh, by go away. I mean, like he will exile himself and, you know, live off of whatever he can live off of for maybe 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then maybe do a tell all. Mm-hmm. And then once enough time has passed and then maybe have something. But yeah. like it was never the same for OJ. Like, no. I mean, I hate to put it in that realm, but like it was never for the same for OJ after that. Uh-huh. And... Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is that it was it was never the same, and yeah. I don't know how it's you hard to
0: recover from these kinds of scandals.
1: Exactly, and the thing is too is that he is just
0: unless you are Michael Jackson. Uh, oh, there I said oh, it is. Oh, uh, Shane.
1: It went, it's one of those things where it's like you you really need to you, you have to think like he. There is no way he's going to recover from this, mm-hmm. and it was really hard for OJ. And you just I don't know what he's going to do Like because he'll always have that stain all over him yeah. And he's like going so hard In the fact that he didn't do it
0: Like he's adamant And we talked about this last month too yeah. That like if that is his truth and, and whatever the truth is here Yeah Like whatever his story Whatever happened is mm-hmm. Is a part of his story Yeah You know These crimes did happen to him Whether or not he planned them And it was premeditated is another thing Yeah um and that's the question here so No one will know. Yeah. No one will know until he releases his tell-all 15 years from now. So stay tuned. Maybe Mm -hmm. we'll still be doing this podcast then. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Maybe um, our
1: guests will be like, Oprah. (laughs)
0: I know. Can you imagine? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, Sharp turn into Captain Marvel, Nerd Corner. Nerd Corner.
1: You can, I'll tag you out for this one.
0: Tagged out.
1: Captain Marvel, uh, Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universes, Marvel and Disney Cinematic Universes, First female-led superhero film. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Yeah.
0: See, I know a thing.
1: Yes, you know. Brie I Larson. I know a
0: thing. I saw Room. I know. <laughs>
1: um, Brie Larson was great. Brie Larson was fantastic in it. It's a fun. It's a fun film. I mean, I I'm not going to watch a Marvel movie for looking for like you know depth and meaning like Uh I'm not like I would go to watch the wife like you know I'm looking for fun I'm looking for cool visual effects I'm looking for them to do things they've never done before what I really loved about this whole film is the relationship between Captain Marvel Brie Larson and Nick Fury Sam Jackson because they showed they he was a huge part of it he like he was a huge part of the film and not only that, but like he played that cause he's been playing that character for 10 years. Like yeah. he was in the final, he was in the ending credits of the first Marvel movie, which was Iron Man. And he's Who been is play, this? Uh, Samuel Jackson. Got it. Okay. So he's been playing, he's been in, he's involved for like 10 years as well. So the thing about their relationship is that you got to see this was a, it was took place in the nineties. So essentially before anything of the current, the current universe, and you got to see a completely different side, and you got to see how that character got to be the badass mm-hmm. that he was. But there was just also a lot of like fun buddy cop type stuff, cool. and and yeah, and also like I have family in the Air Force, so I'm like all about like <laughs> I'm all about the Air Force element of it. Annette Benning is in it, so Let you know her.
0: Annette Benning can do no wrong.
1: Exactly, Annette Benning's in it, and she like plays an alien, like it's great. Like, we love her. We love Annette Benning. Ugh, but yes, that's that's it. Marvel. Okay. And then I'm looking forward to... I'll probably do... We'll do Nerd Corner again in April after I watch uh, Avengers Endgame and see what happens there. All right. And that's it.
0: Um, there is another... And I don't know that it's a Nerd Corner, but there's a show that came out this month on Hulu that I wanted to see and I have not had time to see yet. And that was the... Uh, the A.D. Bryant show on. I, I saw it. Did you see it? Yes. Talk about it. Tell shrill. Me. Shrill. Tell me shrill. about it. Shrill. So shrill. Is this in Nerd Corner? Are we in the right place for this? No,
1: this is. I don't know where this is.
0: This is like. In Representation Corner? And this is in Representation yeah, it is. Corner. It is. So let me talk about shrill So, so take a hard north over to Representation Corner. So
1: oh, I was trying to figure out what. what, what, what like, oh, March. What can I add for Yeah,
0: March? right? I know. <laughs> like, oh, there was a thing! There's a thing. I know. And I've heard amazing things about it. I love A.D. Bryant.
1: Oh, and it's so, it's so, it's not enough. So it's, it's a, Shrill is based off of Lindy West's memoir, um, who wrote Shrill. Lindy West is this writer who, um, uh, who wrote this memoir and she and it's it's really it's really great like i connected with it on so many levels yeah. being a big girl myself
0: okay big girl uh
1: watch out for the big girl hey big girl so um basically what it is is that this i'm gonna
0: watch this and i'll recap next yes month. <laughs> oh please please I totally do will. it's yeah, also yeah.
1: really quick because it's like it's a half hour episodes and, and there's just uh, one and there's six there's yeah. only six so it's like a three so it's like hour three hours and you're it's done. a three hour movie Solid. basically And it's so good. She's the best. And Aidy Bryant is a national effing treasure. Of course she is. Because she does it so well. And she's giving you things that like... The thing is, it's like, okay, I love Aidy Bryant on SNL. Am I going to get only AD Bryant? Like how she does like her SNL awkward characters. You get some of that, but she also like goes in really? yeah like it there you'll feel your feelings Will when I? you get to the fat when you get to the fat girl pool party
0: oh yay and
1: like she like oh like am i
0: gonna go home tonight and watch about this i'm like crying gonna, to my cheerios
1: you are gonna do that tonight you are gonna do this you i'm gonna that do is this your tonight. homework girl
0: okay well we all know how i feel about homework also nah. <laughs> I'm like the worst teacher ever. <laughs> it takes me like an, a year to follow through on homework. Anyway,
1: here's the thing you have to watch it. It is, if you are, a, if you are, a, if you have, if you want to know like what fat phobia is all about, like yeah. you got to watch this. If you want to see John Cameron Mitchell gay the shit really? up,
0: yes!
1: He oh. plays her boss.
0: Okay, I'm in it tonight. Yeah. Tonight, tonight. And I will text girl. you, girl. Girl,
1: you bet her. I
0: will. Ooh, good. All right. So I'm going to one. If be you want to watch a
1: big night. girl have sex,
0: like graphic
1: sex Really Well you don't show anything But like You well, know Well that's
0: kind of like What we got with like Lena Dunham and girls Oh
1: it's It's kind of like that Only she doesn't show tit Okay There's a whole thing About her tits But yes Okay Go All Yes Shrill right. See it
0: Alright So that is homework I will follow up on This is a nice segue Into the homework That took me a year To follow up on Yes Which brings us to The end Of one day at a time Can we have a moment Of silence With maracas <laughs>
1: <laughs> dale, Lupita, dale. Dale.
0: yeah i know it's so uh, sad um there is i've heard rumors and talk that it might be saved that lynn miranda might get involved and br- 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 like
1: oh I, my <laughs> god if lynn manuel miranda do you can you imagine he's like well i got a genius grant let me how
0: just... <laughs> many fucking projects can homeboy take on like go to bed calm it down um
1: oh
0: but like it would be a sick Sick moment for Latinidad if he did You know um, I think
1: that if if They knew what was good for them they could I, I want like two more seasons just give me two More seasons to yeah. get Alex through like High school yeah and then and then We're good
0: yeah I mean we Talked so much about this just last month Right yeah and we talked about It like where it ended and that Could be a good closing place mm-hmm. Um, And I thought a Lot about <laughs> what you said uh-huh. In terms of like the Schneider mm-hmm. And lupita Uh like hook up um or like not hooking up and i think that you're correct in that i think (gasps) i am a changed mind over here yes um because yeah i like that that was never a sexual relationship and um i i don't know i just think that like that show was so it just hit on so many levels and it's such such a disservice Mm -hmm. to so many communities to take that show away or to not renew
1: at the risk of like endangering a future deal I may have with Netflix I mean go for it I'm gonna go for it right now are you ready I'm ready Netflix I don't think so uh-huh. Here's the thing You cannot release a statement Singing the praises of the show That you're about to cancel And like As someone who like Loves Friends Like Has literally entered Five trivia contests Just about the Friends TV yeah, show Like
0: it We can take down Friends We can take Friends down it's
1: time Because like You don't have to pay A hundred whatever Million dollars To keep Friends there Just so that way People can like Put it on in the background While they're studying Or whatever yeah. When we What we need right now Is is this is one day at a time? So
0: here's here's my question though are are they taking it down from Netflix? No,
1: they're not going to take it down because any they're just they, not renewing for they're another just not renewing. So we're not going to get news stories. Yeah, which like and Netflix is notorious for like. What they're what they're doing is like if it's failing on a network, they will buy it up and then release new Netflix mm-hmm. new things on the platform. They did it with you. Mm-hmm. They're doing it with Designated Survivor. Mm-hmm. They're doing it. Like, are they
0: doing it with Designated Survivor? Yes, they
1: are. Oh, the yeah. new season of Designated Survivor that will come out will come out on Netflix, but all the episodes are on Netflix oh. right now. Yes. So I mean, and the thing is, like, when you got the Netflix budget, like, you can really go there. Sure. So like. Yeah, like, you have all these cool shows, but the thing is, too, is that I get it. At some point, something's something's gonna give, but, like, did we need, like, however many seasons of Orange is the New Black? No. Yes oh
0: yes mm. yes we differ <laughs> we, for the sake no, of the don't. friendship we're gonna <laughs> i know <laughs> but
1: like we don't need them we they don't need to keep friends no. like they don't need to keep there are things that they're paying for because they that's getting what that's what the traffic is coming in but like we need this we need these stories sure. and they're just like we're gonna do other stuff and i'm like no keep this yeah i think what I think the other thing, too, is that we're, you know, we talked about this again. It's like the multi-cam sitcom with audience backtrack is not a form that anybody's doing right now. Uh It's not, it's like, it's not a form that people, this generation is even truly familiar with. Totally. So, like, this is a generation that was raised on, like, The Office and Scrubs. So, Mm -hmm. you know that's foreign to them. However, I think the message and how they do it really works. I really hope Norman Lear and I guess Lin-Manuel Miranda get it to Hulu or something. Who knows? But who knows, who yeah, knows? we need this.
0: But yeah, like a moment of silence. It was a really great moment yeah. in 2017. It came out 17, 18. And, uh, like, 16 17 something like that something like yeah it had three seasons that were really really impactful and i think not as impactful until like the later season then people started catching on Mm -hmm. yours truly um and and i'm glad that i did i'm so glad i did and i'm sad that it's it's meeting its end so yeah May yeah. she rest.
1: May she rest. If I, I mean, if I was like a, if I was like a health teacher in high school, I definitely would show episodes of there one day at a time. Definitely
0: like educational episodes up in there. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But yes, we'll we'll if
0: one day at a time. Yes, one day at a time. Yeah, I know. Weapon. I know, and now we'll go home singing that theme song. Oh
1: God, it's like, in my head already.
0: Joyous, glorious <laughs> theme song. That like Gloria Stefan yes. masterpiece. Yes. For the rest of the night. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. All right. So, speaking of Gloria Estefan, <laughs> speaking of women. Women. Who we want to hold up and admire. Yes. Uh, we want to talk about uh, this month, this past month. Another we Jackson. Had, <laughs> well. But we also, we had two uh, female living legends. Yes. Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And they mm-hmm. were?
1: They were one Miss Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Uh-huh. And Stevie Nicks. Yeah. The White Witch. Uh, oh yeah so they they had a there was a really interesting cast they like or inductee uh, inductee class uh, this year like Radioheads in it and it the zombies like but stevie nicks and Janet jackson are in Mm -hmm. and the later this month on hbo the inductee like i guess the ceremony performance whatever is going to be um on so maybe we'll talk about that for april definitely but yeah, it, I mean, someone could say finally. <laughs> some yeah. could say finally, especially especially like Stevie Nicks getting recognized as a solo artist and not as a member of Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I I really want that for her. And one of the reasons why I wanted to also bring this up is that there is this amazing photo of them on the red carpet.
0: Oh, word. And
1: it's like two of them. And like a, someone on gay Twitter was like, Um, this much power should not exist in one photo. Hold on, I want to pull it up. Pull it up. We're
0: looking at Janet
1: and Stevie Nicks. And
0: they're
1: they're right, because they just look like, so, like, they look like they're going to burn this shit to the ground or give you all of your life.
0: Uh, me
1: and it speaks to two very, very distinct parts of my, of my, of my life and my homosexuality. You know, I got the Janet Bops, but then I also got the Stevie, you know, the, the, the white girl shoulders and the shawls and. Yeah. But yes. Um, and it's very interesting because like when there is a certain, say what you want about these types of honors with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, Kennedy Center, any type of like. Honor, where you're honoring your famous artists now say what you want about like oh this doesn't matter this you know whatever it matters it matters because like it it legitimizes everything that they've been doing for a certain like for it
0: legitimizes careers in the arts yeah it legitimizes the yes. arts in the space of the world that we inhabit mm-hmm. and the validity of what we do for a living and Mm -hmm. what we appreciate every day. Yeah. So, yeah. So anytime we make space for a night to honor that, that's why we go full ham into award shows. And, you know, that's why we weep over the Kennedy center honors and, and yeah, lift up our legends. Yeah. So there you go. There it is. Woo. Huh. March. I would like to call this episode something along the lines of, Oh yeah. That other thing. (laughs) And then we wait. Didn't you see that thing? Okay, yeah.
1: That other thing. And
0: wait, one more thing. To the right.
1: Oh my gosh. Yep. April. April's my month, y'all. It's my birthday. April
0: birthday. My birthday
1: month. Also,
0: Christ has risen. Christ has
1: risen. Yes.
0: Yes. (laughs) This this year,
1: my birthday is at the risk of sending too much information. (laughs) No. Easter Sunday is my birthday this year. Well, and I will. I. We will talk about things. I'm also turning milestone birthday.
0: Mhm. I am turning
1: the big 30. I
0: mean, this is a big year for both of us yes. because you are turning 30. <gasps> are and you turning 35? I'm turning 40, bitch. Yeah. 40 40 yes lordy lordy look Look who's 40 40. (laughs) exactly so this is this is going to be a big year for both of us yes i have some some trips planned oh um and so i'm planning a big 40th birthday trip and so i'm really excited about that more on that later. I am
1: not planning any big trips yet. Yeah. I have, we'll talk about it in April because will. I will want to relive this with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, all of the art. But I seeing. do
0: want to like state this, like one of the things that's so great about what you're doing this year is like in lieu of like everybody going to a bar and getting trashed. Yes. Um. Joe organized a trip to the theater for his birthday. Exactly. And like just reserved a block of tickets so that all of us could go and like be in the theater and share that space with him on his birthday and I think that that's such a beautiful testament to like how you want to welcome in a new year exactly
1: a new year a new decade you know Uh, I was just like I I thought about it and I won't say the name of the show because we talk about it in in April but I was like you know what this is one of my favorite shows this theater is doing really good work deserves to be supported I was like why don't we do this and the fact that like you know 25 30 of my friends were like fuck Easter Sunday let's go to the theater yeah (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah. Uh, So I'm stoked about it. I got my ticket.
1: I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm
0: really excited. It's going to be a great day. All right. Yay. Yay. All right. Controversial friends who follow our time of the month. Yes. Pick a side team. Uh, I mean, goodness. Yes.
1: Pick a side. Are you Brooklyn Heights? Are you silky? No, Nash?
0: Pick a fucking queen. Are you
1: going to, are you going to be more like basic Canadian fish? Are you going to get me some big girl realness?
0: Decide who you follow. (laughs) Are you in gay corner? Are you in nerd corner? Are
1: you in representation corner? Are you in representation
0: Always. corner? I mean.
1: We want to hear from you.
0: Yeah. Let us know what you're thinking. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. And like us on yeah. iTunes and all that shit. Be like other
1: famous people who like like our stuff on Instagram. Oh my God.
0: Do we want to end on that note? Do you want to talk I mean, about that for a second? We sec?
1: should toot our own horn, okay?
0: Let's toot our motherfucking horn, okay? okay?
1: Toot it, girl.
0: Let's this shit. Okay, so last month,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we did a February episode and an Oscar special. Yes. Both were an hour long. <laughs> yeah. Well, we and had
1: we had thoughts. We
0: had a lot of thoughts. As we do, as we have this podcast, we have lots of thoughts on That's things. That's the
1: subtitle. Our time of the month. We have thoughts. Oh, yes,
0: it is. <laughs> we have thoughts. So, um, we have an Instagram account. You can follow us on our time of the month art time of the month um and we posted a picture of spike lee jumping into the arms of, of sam jackson mm-hmm. and the official spike lee liked our photo
1: do you hear this do you hear it do you think that he's gonna listen right now and
0: when i was looking at the at our instagram page i was like oh no nah, uh, oh what the fuck what yeah! what oh my god so I like screenshot it like sent it to Joe right I away I was like I- and Joe was at a conference and he was yes. like what
1: I was like I can't even right now I
0: know it was like <laughs> insane so
1: I hope that means that he is now one of our fives of listeners so now we're sixes of listeners maybe
0: I feel like maybe a seven
1: you know what I, you know what I kind of think I I kind of think maybe he followed it because we were like really hard on the fuck green book
0: <laughs> straight up <laughs> we went in on green book and we tagged him in that photo yes of just going full him but yeah yeah, he thanks Spike Lee
1: thank you Spike thank you for everything for
0: fucking everything yes thank you for fucking everything yes. and uh, thank you all for following us and for for catching on and doing yeah. fun things with us and sticking with us when we get bitchy yes yay see you
1: in April we'll
0: see you in April lots of art to talk about say bye
1: bye